As an American, I love living in Plymouth. This city is rich in history and culture. It has spectacular scenery and amazing architecture. In my time here, I have discovered plenty of hidden histories tucked away, each of them with fascinating stories to tell. I'm Bobby Inman. Come with me as we explore Beyond the Mayflower Steps. I know, the title reads Beyond, but what a better place to start this series than at the Mayflower Steps Monument itself. This structure, as it stands today, was built in 1934 at a spot near the site where the actual steps are reported to be. Flanked by the Union Jack and the Stars and Stripes, it's often one of the first places American visitors want to see. I was certainly excited when I saw it on my first visit here, and I still feel that sense of history and adventure when I stand there looking out over the waters of Plymouth Sound. I can't help but wonder what must have been going on in the minds of the pilgrims as they set sail, headed for the New World, not knowing what life awaited them beyond that coast. All around the monument are plaques detailing several voyages of discovery that launched from Plymouth, showing what a vital and vibrant port this must have been for over 200 years. Explorers sailed here and settled parts of New Zealand and Australia, Canada and the Caribbean. Plymouth Sound was the starting and ending point for Sir Francis Drake's voyage around the world, but we'll get to that in a later episode. If you look out from the Mayflower Steps and across the street on your left, you'll notice a gift shop slash ice cream parlor. This historic structure, known as Island House, dates back to the Tudor era and is quite an interesting place in itself. But for us, it's what's on the side of the building that matters. In one of the longest plaques you will ever see is the passenger manifest for the Mayflower, and I find it a fascinating read. It offers a rare glimpse into a long-gone world and way of life, which, to be fair, is probably what got you listening to this podcast in the first place. I've been in Plymouth for over a decade and a half now, and almost from the moment I stepped foot into the city, people have wanted to tell me where the real Plymouth Steps are. A lot's changed in 400 years, and there aren't too many maps from those days, and even fewer good ones, so it is difficult to pinpoint exactly where they would have been. I've heard they were under the cobbles, I've heard they're under the water, and I've heard they're beneath the sidewalks. But the most popular theories are that they are in one of the various Barbican pubs, oftentimes that pub being the Admiral McBride. I'm headed there now, and I'm going to talk to Steve, the landlord, about what he thinks of the rumors and where does he think they are. So I'm here with Steve, and he's the landlord at the Admiral McBride. And so, Steve, how are you doing today? You all right? Very well, thank Is you. it a busy day for you? Was it's it? been a busy lunch, but very quiet now. Well, the, the pub is such an institution in, in England. It's something that I've really come to come to learn and appreciate in, in my time here. So how, how long has this been a pub? Do you know? I believe it was around 1790 when it was built. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking, you know, uh, less than 20 years after the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Brilliant. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and what, was it, what was it before it was a pub? Uh, before it was a pub, this was part of the harbour. Um, Joel McBride, who was a captain um, at the time, uh, used to build piers all over the world. And he came to Plymouth to build Plymouth Pier. 
and he designed this whole Barbican area and to sort of service the builders that were designing and building it for him he built a pub so that they'd have somewhere to rest and uh, have a drink at the end of the evening. Fantastic. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. And so where have you heard that not just in here, but, but, but everywhere have you heard the steps might be? Well, everybody says they are in the ladies' toilets in this pub. And I'm going to say that's the most common thing I've heard since I've been in this country. Yeah. Well, behind the pub, and I mean directly behind the pub, is a cliff face, which is about 200 feet high. So I do wonder how they would have stepped down to these steps if they were in the ladies' toilet. That's an exceptional point. Ge geographically, that's that's a difficult thing to imagine. And I've taken old maps and compared them to new Barbican maps and tried to figure out for myself. It's not an easy task. No, it wouldn't have been easy. So it could even be, there's a pilgrim ice cream shop some 50 yards um, down the road from us, and that could quite easily be where the Mayflower steps were, were originally. Well, Steve, thank you so much for your time. Cheers, I appreciate you. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some uh, get some Americans in your pub during the Mayflower commemoration. Oh, we'd love to see them. Absolutely wonderful. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thank sir. you. You are listening to Beyond the Mayflower Steps. Beyond the Mayflower Steps. Beyond the Mayflower Steps. The podcast. I think those rumors and stories of the locations of the steps will continue to intrigue and baffle tourists and historians for generations to come. And truth be told. I kind of enjoy the little bit of mystery they offer. Plenty of thanks to Steve at the Admiral McBride for offering his insight to us. His pub is truly a beautiful example of the traditional British pub. The spirit of the Mayflower and the Pilgrims is wonderfully alive and well in this city. You'll find a host of businesses and locations bearing their names, and even the local football team is known as the Pilgrims. It's that spirit of wonder and adventure that will continue to take us beyond the Mayflower Steps. I've tried to design this series in a way that while not always giving specific traveling directions to the locations I'll be talking about, it will use the Mayflower Steps as a starting point to help you, the listener, get your bearings in what may be unfamiliar surroundings. Each episode will highlight things in a relatively radiating pattern as we explore things further afield. I hope you find it useful and informative. Make sure you join us for the next episode and beyond. Be sure to check out www.mayflower400uk.org for details of the many events, projects, and exhibits that will be happening throughout the commemorations all through the city. You've been listening to Beyond the Mayflower Steps. Production and sound design by Jake Bradshaw. Logo designed by Jack Neal graphic design and digital communication by Noemi Bracci and hosted by me, Bobby Inman, for JB International Productions.